vibrations, a different conversation. Hello, and thank you for joining us today. Today, I'm going to be talking to you about New Year's resolutions. And I'm pretty confident that I can speak on behalf of all of us that we are so excited to officially be in the new calendar year 2021 and that we all can say goodbye, Saranara, and good readings to 2020. So happy New Year's, everybody. Now, most of us, when we hear the phrase New Year's or New Year's resolution, we have to think about resolutions for the current new year. We also think about stopping old habits, creating new habits, changing our eating lifestyles, exercising, and simply reflecting on a previous calendar year. Well, for me, I celebrate two new years. I celebrate the calendar new year, January 1st, but then I also celebrate my physical new year, which I have as my birthday, B-E-A-R-T-H. And the reason why I say birthday is because that's the day I was born on earth. So, um, and I actually just celebrated a birthday, December 27th. So I'm relatively new into my new physical year, my new physical new year. And so the reason why I choose to use my birthday as my true new year is because it allows me to be more accountable on my successes and failures when I can compare myself to myself from birthday year to birthday year versus using January 1st with everyone else um, who uses that to measure their goals for um, success and failures. Um, You know, we are in a world where everything is competitive. And I think what when you are trying to reach a deeper level within yourself, that it's hard to stay focused when you are comparing yourself to other people. So I think celebrating your new year and setting your goals and your aspirations using your birthday as your official new year, I think that makes it more personable. And I think it makes you more accountable as well. And I think you can also really see your true growth from birthday to birthday. So now I'm going to share with you all some, not all, of the goals I've set for my physical new year. My first one is to launch my podcast. Now, the interesting thing about me launching my podcast is that between my husband, my best friend, and my nephew, they have been constantly, 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 I mean constantly, on me about launching my podcast. I kept on putting it off, putting it off, putting it off, putting it off. And they will always say, wait, when are you going to start your podcast? When are you going to start your podcast? And I'm like, I know, I know I'm going to start it. I'm going to start it. And they're just like constantly on me, constantly on me, which, you know, that's a good thing to have a good support system. So that was amazing. But finally, it was like I started getting more signs about me starting my podcast. So like on Instagram, I would see messages you know, just like feeds that will come across my Instagram page from people I don't even follow. So some of the messages that I seen were like that risk you're afraid to take could change your life. I was like, okay, that could be talking to me. That could be talking to me. Then the other one was like excuses are for people who don't want it bad enough. So then I really started thinking like, wow, okay, I do want this podcast, but that was, you know, that was pretty powerful, you know, for to say, you know, that person don't want it bad enough, you know, when you make excuses. So then another one that I came across 
was that sometimes what you're most afraid of doing is the one thing that will set you free. Whoo, that was like a, that, that was very powerful. That was very powerful. I was like, okay, now the universe is really talking to me. I get it. I get it. I'm listening. And then the one that was the most impactful to me was the one that I seen and it stated the universe is going to put you in the right place at the right time. You will receive divine connections. People will go out of their way to be good to you. There is a big plan for your life and it's manifesting in the best way for you right now. Wow. So when I came across that last message, that positive message across my Instagram feed, I was like, okay, I get it. They are definitely right. My husband, my best friend, my nephew, and the others who have, you know, been encouraging me to start this, they are definitely right. I get the message. So stop making excuses and go ahead and just start the podcast. So that's what I did. I officially released a, like an advertisement or announcement of the podcast on my physical new year on my birthday, December 27th. And now here we are with our official first podcast. So I'm so happy to have those people in my corner supporting me. It feels very good to, you know, have a good support system. So my next goal that I have to work on and that is on my list is actually stepping out of my comfort zone, which doing a podcast alone is already me stepping out of my comfort zone. Um, and a lot of people don't even understand that you have good and bad comfort zones. And the reason why I say good or bad, because depending on life's experiences, there's some things that you may do that will allow you to be in a space that you call to be your comfort zone that can prevent you from personal growth. So again, it can prevent you from personal growth. Now, when I say it affects your personal growth, especially when talking about stepping out of your comfort zone, when your comfort zone is supposed to be your safe space and your safe place or just a place of safety in general, this is actually stemming from the next thing that's on my list, my goals for this year, which is to expose and validate my truth. And so what this have to do with your comfort zone is that in the black indigenous people of color communities, BIPOC communities, we have a major issue with addressing and making those accountable who commit childhood sexual abuse. And remember, we're not going to step on no eggshells and we're not going to sugarcoat anything. We're here to speak the truth. And you have to realize that when a child, especially if they are between the ages of three and five, their brain is already developed at between 80 to 90%. If they experience any type of childhood sexual abuse before then, while their brain is still developing, that is very traumatic. It's traumatic for anyone, regardless of how old or young that they are. But just think about someone who's under the age of five years old who experienced childhood sexual abuse. And then even those who are a little older who experienced childhood sexual abuse, especially when it's coming from of a family member, well, excuse me, a relative, because a family member would not do such a thing. Relatives, someone that you are related to by blood, they possibly would. 
but a family member would not. When a child experienced those things, especially childhood sexual abuse, that has been compared to um, a soldier on a front line in war. They have similar levels of PTSD. That is the comparison there. So you have to understand when a child experienced childhood sexual abuse, especially when their brain is still developing before, you know, the age of five, they are already in a defense mode. So guess where their safety zone is? It's always in a defense mode. And that's not healthy. And the reason I say that's not healthy is because that becomes their safety zone is to always be in a defense mode or um, to always be shut in or resistant or extremely reserved and they scared to step out of their shell because they don't know what's going to happen. Of course, we all don't know what's going to happen when stepping out of our shell, but it's a little different when you have been a victim of childhood sexual abuse because your brain has already been programmed to be in defense mode. You will never be able to know what your true potential or abilities could possibly have been because your brain has already been misconstrued or altered for a better term because of that traumatic experience. Even though you could still be your best person as you know yourself now, but because your innocence was stripped at such an early age, you will not be able to know what your truest full potential could have possibly and being could possibly be because of that incident. So that's why stepping out of comfort zone can be a little uneasy for someone like myself or others who've experienced um, abuse, especially childhood sexual abuse or any abuse in the community. And I think it's very sad and disgusting and very disheartening to know that even today, and I can actually say 2021, that we still have a high number of childhood sexual abuse cases and situations that are taking place in which, you know, no one in the BIPOC community, and I don't want to say no one, but a lot of people are not actually speaking up about it. And we're not making these relatives accountable. And they also make the victim feel bad for speaking their truth. So for me, one of my goals is to actually speak my truth, expose it and validate it. I don't need them to validate it. I just need to validate it within myself about, you know, that it wasn't my fault and I shouldn't feel guilty for speaking my truth. So if any of you are out there that's listening and you have a truth that you want to release so you can move on to the next level in your life, go ahead and do so. Go ahead and let go of that negative energy. It's going to be hard. It's going to be trying. And the sad thing also is that the people in our community, they will re-victimize you as if it was your fault. And I'm like, how are you going to get upset with me for something that I didn't do? First of all, it would not be anything to tell if nobody done anything to me. And then second of all, if you was really family, you would be supportive. You would be understanding. You would try to lend a, a shoulder, a helping hand, and you would talk to that person or confront the person who did such a thing instead of taking up for them and making me or even if there's any of you who are listening 
feel guilty for speaking your truth. So that's why I say sometimes your comfort zone can also have, you know, be from a, can be bad and actually good because you have so much, you know, drive, ambition that you want to achieve. You know, you have things that you want to do, but you can be reserved and you could be closed in because of those things that happen to you. And they don't even have to just be childhood sexual abuse. It could be domestic violence. It could be bullying. It could be any form of abuse. It could be verbal abuse. Um, just any type of traumatic experience that can prevent you from moving forward with what the universe has placed before you, where the path, the journey that you need to be taken. So I say to those of you who are listening right now, that any of those negative experiences, the traumatic experiences or energies Take the time, dig, 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 dig deep and and give it over to the universe. Allow the universe to carry it for you so you can start filling that dark space with some positive light and some positive energy. Don't allow them to steal your your positive energy. Don't allow them to steal your jewels, you know. So we have to make our people accountable for their actions, especially when it's dealing with any form of abuse primarily when it comes to childhood sexual abuse and we need to stop sweeping it under the rug and we need to put it on the table because it's not fair for those of us who have been trying to keep the peace for the family rather it's been one year five years 10 years 50 or 75 years you need to let this person speak their truth and allow them to walk in their light and allow them to walk in their destiny you need to go after the person who abused them. I don't care if it's the mother, father, uncle, aunt, cousin, niece, nephew, brother, sister, boyfriend, girlfriend, grandparents, whomever. No one deserved to be abused and definitely no child deserved to be sexually abused by anyone. I don't care who they are. And so, um, and just another side note, I know for me, it helps when I say relative because we are related by blood. And I don't say family members because people always want to say, especially when a victim who is speaking their truth, want to come out and talk about what the relative did to them, how the relative violated them. People always want to say, oh, that's family. Oh, we can't, you know, do this and that or we shouldn't say that. Are you sure? Well, no, uncle such and such wouldn't do that. Oh, man, why we want to do that? That's going to destroy the family. Look. As I mentioned before, family will not do that. Family is supportive. They're understanding. They're caring. And they're going to be loyal and have your back, you know, no matter what. And they're going to tell you when you're wrong in a loving manner. And they're going to be supportive when you're right at all times. Relatives are the ones who want to sweep stuff under the rug. They want to let the dust fall and collect. And they don't want to hear what you have to say. And then they also are going to elevate your abuser and diminish you as the victim. So just keep that in mind. So if someone is doing those things, remember, those are not your family members. Those are your relatives. So again, though, that's the reason why I say that can prevent your personal growth. So, and keep you from coming out of your comfort zone. So, so far I mentioned, you know, I started my new podcast. I want to step out of my comfort zone. I want to address you know, um, expose the truths, my truths. I want to validate my truths. And then some of the other goals that I want to accomplish is actually knowing my worth and walking in my purpose. 
So I know I mentioned that I want to be able to accept that I'm worthy and walk in my purpose. Now, these things also goes back to me exposing and validating truth. And the reason why I'm saying this to you, because a lot of times we want to, you know, be completely one with ourselves and be one with the universe and understand the true purpose and meaning of who you are and what you are here to do. And that can be cloudy, especially when you have not cleared any of that negative energy in a negative space. So again, that's why it's so important to expose and validate those truths. We have to get them out because when you have that negative energy just sitting there, you cannot reach your full potential. You can't walk in your full destiny. And then it's just like the saying when they say, how can you love someone else if you can't even love yourself? You know, how can you fully help people if you can't fully help yourself, even though you may be giving and caring and you are actually helping people, but think how much more the universe have for you to do once you release that negative um, experience, once you let it go. Now, keep in mind, the trauma will never go away. It's always going to be there. And for those people who will say, oh, um, get over it. That's a long time ago. They don't understand the struggle and they must never been abused before because no matter how hard you try to, you know, suppress it, because that's a coping mechanism in itself. That is a safety zone, a comfort zone um, is, you know, suppressing it and not even trying to recall the incident, which that in itself can, you know, be negative because it's just dormant you know, in your space, in your world, in your universe. So you want to be able to make sure that you go ahead and let this out. You know, even if you have to write, you know, in a journal, get your thoughts and feelings out and prepare yourself to get ready for that next step to be able to, you know, expose the truth. That's what you would need to do. You know, take those steps to expose the truth. And that's what I'm going to start doing. I'm going to go back to journaling. Um, I know my best friend and I, we was having a conversation the other day about how a lot of things that you would do during your childhood that were rewarding and refreshing and so calming and soothing that if you were seen doing it as an adult, you know, people would look at you like something is wrong. Society have you thinking is wrong. Um, you know, things like coloring, sketching, drawing, um, writing, singing and dancing, you know, um, again, journaling is something else. You know, girls, we would get diaries at a young age. And then as you get older, then it kind of like, Phase away, but journaling is is so powerful. You can release your thoughts, your um, goals, your ideas, your suggestions, your mood, your feelings. Journaling has come a long way, also. And please know, journaling is not just for females; it's for males too. So you have to have an outlet to release your thoughts and your ideas and your emotions. And it's a healthy way to release those thoughts and ideas as well. So I would say, you know get a journal, buy a journal. And if you don't want to buy one, you can create one. They have bullet journaling, which is very cool and creative as well too. So yeah, check those out, but go back, you know, to journaling. If you've never done it before, it's a good thing to, you know, check out and start trying to do, but that's what I'm going to do. Um, I'm going to start back journaling and then also going to counseling. I know in our community, we don't like to talk about going to a counselor because we think something is wrong. You know, if someone going to a counselor, but we need to start embracing talking to someone else, 
you know, go to counseling and actually go to a licensed counselor, not just pastors and stuff. And I'm not trying to be mean. Again, we're not sugarcoating anything. We're not stepping on eggshells. But a lot of times talking to pastors will lead to bad situations also, because we are seeing a lot of pastors are out here committing sexual assault and sexual abuse as well. So be careful who you're talking to. So a lot of times we want to say, oh, go talk to the pastor or just pray about it and stuff like that. No, you need a professional. So we need to start encouraging our people to go seek professional help. And just so you know, if you go to a counselor and you don't like them, you can go to someone else until you feel comfortable enough and confident enough with the person you're speaking to. So please seek professional help. Keep in mind, if your mental health is not healthy, then no part of you is healthy. Think about it. When someone is stressed out, they oftentimes gain weight or lose a lot of weight. They can have heart attacks. They can have strokes. They can have aneurysms. And these are life-threatening situations, all because their mental health affected with stress has caused these physical health conditions. So please, 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 you know, go seek a professional um, counselor, someone to talk to. Again, I mentioned, don't mm -mm, leave the preachers and pastors alone. I know this may hurt someone's feelings and it may be stepping on someone's toes. But again, remember, we're not here to sugarcoat and we're not stepping on no eggshells. There's too many pastors and stuff out here doing things, you know, in the name of, quote unquote, the Lord and you know, their heart is not even in the right place and they don't even have the right spirits and energies to be professing what they're professing. So allow the universe to guide you to someone professional to help you, you know, when you are ready to speak about your truths and your experiences. In the meanwhile, that's why journaling is so important. And if you don't want to journal, maybe you want to write poetry or maybe you want to write music, a song, you know, maybe you want to write a play or even write it out to become a book, you know, but channel all those thoughts and emotions and put it into something productive that can be powerful, that can impact not just yourself, but others. You know, we are spiritual beings. We are energies. Our energies intertwine with each other. So you want to do something that can, you know, connect with other energies and create positive light and experiences for others, you know? So yes, that's pretty much all that I have for you all today. Um, I want to give you all a little homework. I think you all should take some time out and really, you know, do some soul searching. You know, 2020 was very hard for a lot of us, you know, mind, body and soul. Um, 2021, we are hoping for a better and brighter year. But just in case, you know, you want to kind of be two steps ahead. So go ahead and think about, you know, what is your worth? Do you know that you're worthy? What is your purpose? How are you going to fulfill your purpose? So share some of your New Year's goals that you have set for yourself for 2021 on my Instagram on Vivid Vibrations with a Z. Again, that's Vivid Vibrations with a Z. And until next time, y'all be safe out there. Thank you for listening. Vibrations.